Hello, my name is Paul Ryan and I am founder of gpconsult.co.uk. I work as both a pharmacist and as a GP and I am passionate about clinical pharmacology and therapeutics. I enjoy making international guidelines relevant to those of us in primary care. So this is my sixth podcast on rosacea and in today's podcast I'm going to talk about the classification of rosacea. I'm going to talk about how the management depends on the phenotype. I'm then going to talk about the general management of rosacea. So remind ourselves what the general management is. Number one, explain that it's a chronic condition. Explain, number two, that the topical treatments can be at your end, especially at the start. Number three, gentle skin care. Number four, UVA and B, uh, UVB protection. And number five, cosmetic products that can be used. I will also mention the Cochrane interview done in 2015 and the current NICE uh, CK summary 2021. So I'm going to cover a lot today, so, so I hope you find it useful. So first of all, classification. So the classification of rosacea is based on the phenotype. So the classification has evolved from a division in, into subtypes to now being a phenotype-based approach. And that's as per the current National Rosacea Society and Global Rosacea Consensus. So there are four main types. Number one, erythematotelangiectatic rosacea. So those are patients that present with flushing, erythema or telangiectasia. Number two, papulopustular rosacea, so papules, pustules and nodules. Number three, phimatous rosacea. And number four, ocular rosacea. So the management then depends on the phenotype. So the four main phenotypes, number one, papules, pustules and nodules. Number two, flushing, erythema and telangiectasia. Number three, rhinophyma. Number four, ocular symptoms. And I suppose just to remind ourselves, rosacea frequently presents with more than one phenotype. So approach to treatment is guided by what clinical features are present. So just to talk first about the general management of rosacea. So the first thing is that explain that rosacea is a chronic condition, that there's no cure for rosacea, but it can be improved with lifestyle measures and treatment. The treatment is focused on symptom suppression and that relapses are common even after successful treatment as we don't have a cure for it. And if topical agents or oral antibiotics don't work, well then we're referring dermatology. So topical treatments can be irritant, especially at the start of treatment. So just to explain this to patients, so two, a way around this is to apply every second day at the start. Some patients may initially need to apply for one hour and then wash the cream or ointment off. And they eventually build up tolerance over time to once daily. So you might remember back in an earlier podcast, I spoke about the epidermal barrier uh, dysfunction. So once it's explained that the topical treatments can actually be initially irritant to the skin, um, it will ensure that it will help to make sure that the patients are adherent with the treatment regimen because they may stop using the topical treatments otherwise. So I suppose the main management with rosacea is to keep it simple. Okay, so so um, obviously the, uh, I've, I've stated that you have to explain that it's a chronic condition, then that the topical treatments can be initially uh, irritant. And number three, to minimize the triggers of flushing. 
So we'll remind ourselves of the triggers again. Tea and coffee, especially taken hot or strong. Alcohol, excessive heat, direct sunshine, soaps, astringents, exfoliants, facial wipes. Foods such as mustard, pepper, vinegar, pickles or spicy foods. And also to make sure to avoid topical steroids, which can lead to hyperemia and very reactive skin. It's a simple thing to tell the patient just to keep a diary to identify certain triggers. Now just to recap again, in the general management of rosacea, number one, explain that it's a chronic condition. Number two, explain that topical treatments can be irritant, especially at the start. And number three, to minimise triggers. Now the fourth um, point to discuss with patients is gentle skin care. So just um, to encourage them to use daily water-based creams, to use soap-free pH-balanced cleansers with lukewarm water, and the final thing is just to mention avoid cleansers or toners that contain alcohol. The alcohol in the toners uh, can basically exacerbate the sensitivity of skin. Now, the fifth point to make uh, is about skin protection. So, patients need to have both UVA and UVB protection. So, they need to use at least an SPF of 30 and preferably an SPF of 50 all year round. And they, they should use it even if they don't think UV is a trigger. They should still use it. Uh, now, a physical block uh, such as zinc or titanium is preferred over a chemical block. So, the sixth point to make is about cosmetic products. Okay, so these, it, look, makeup that contains a green or yellow pigment in the form of a primer or foundation can be helpful to camouflage the erythema, the flushing, the telangiectasia um, in patients with rosacea. So reassure patients that it's okay to wear makeup that it won't exacerbate the rosacea. Um, the CC creams are the CC stand. There's a number of different cosmetics that have CC creams, and CC stands for color correcting. Um, and the this, if the patient looks up the British Association of Skin Camouflage, it really gives helpful points for for patients. Um, there's a number of different products that that are available. So I suppose just to recap over the general management. Number one, explain that it's a chronic condition. Number two, explain that the topical treatments can be urgent, especially at the start. Number three, to minimize the triggers. Number four, gentle skin care advice. Number five, UVA and UVB protection. And number six, the cosmetic products. Now, there are a number of uh, different websites that the patients can look up. There are four in particular. Number one, the British Association of Dermatology do a very good patient information leaflet on rosacea. Number two, how to choose a sunscreen uh, from Dermnet. Um, number three, the British Association of Skin Camouflage. Uh, and then finally, then there is a rosacea page on the NHS website. So that brings me to the end of today's podcast. I hope you found it useful and I'm looking forward to delivering my next podcast. 